BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Are you looking for some good, clean positivity? Good, me neither. I'm Maddie Murphy, and I host The Bad Broadcast, a weekly comedy podcast dedicated to talking about everything we love to hate. I searched my whole life to find my passion. Little did I know I had been practicing my true talent every single day, complaining. Join me every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to follow me on Instagram, at The Bad Broadcast, to answer our weekly questions and for a chance to be featured on the show. See you there. Hey, welcome to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor, obviously, and joining me today, a friend. Yeah. Andrew Collin. Hey, boy, hey. I'm back, baby. Oh, people are obsessed with you. <laughs> they really are. What is it about you that you Jedi mind trick everybody? Try my calves. My nice calves. <laughs> I do have great calves. No, really. I, I have great woman calves. I feel like all the podcast girlies are always fighting over Andrew Collin. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm not threatening. No, that's not what it is. Maybe I'm hilarious. I don't it's know. It's that you're I, fucking hilarious. I have trouble uh, complimenting myself. But you do. Oh, me too. But you do really well with women. Like, has that always been the case? And I mean, as friends, not sexually. Yeah, definitely not sexually. <laughs> it's never been good sexually. Maybe that's why it's so good platonically. Wait, have you ever had a, an orgasm with a woman? <laughs> I have. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I think. You think? I don't know. I was on Zoloft for Wait, a while. You have had <laughs> orgasms with women, but have you ever given a woman an Who orgasm? Knows? Who no, knows? you don't know. I think so. Honestly, I feel really bad for men, straight men. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm a straight male ally now that I'm a lesbian. I actually have become a middle-aged white straight man. <laughs> Am and, I a lesbian? No, you are a lesbian, okay. but that's besides the point. <laughs> but I really like, I feel the plight of a, a straight man. It's really hard out in these streets for straight men. To make women orgasm? Just in general, everything. You know what I mean? I've become the straight man in my lesbian relationship. And yeah. it's bullshit. I mean, you got to bring home the bacon. That's what I'm fucking talking about. It's pressure, you yeah. know? I feel like things are changing now, though, societally speaking. Like, all my friends I'm thinking about that are straight women, they're like, definitely the breadwinners actually i'd love a breadwinner yeah <laughs> i'm so ready to just be a house boyfriend would you be comfortable yes, doing yes, that yes. like not even hesitation yes. oh if my girlfriend made twice as much as me and yes. told me what to do every day yes. i'd love it what about raising kids 
She could do that too. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. You. I know. I'm okay. I'm <laughs> That's yeah. not how it works, motherfucker. She can work a full time job, <laughs> raise the kids, and I could chill by the pool. No, I could do that. But see, this is what's happening. I remember years ago when I worked at Sirius. I we should play a drinking game called uh, "When I Work at Sirius" for this podcast. And every time I reference when I worked at Sirius, people have to drink. They would be fucking obliterated. But when I worked at Sirius, um, there was an article that came out. And let's not forget, I was a straight traditional girl like i was like top of my parents you go to college to meet a husband kind of get an mrs like you can have a career but like it's cute and like what a fun hobby yeah but like you got to find a guy that's gonna you know bake the bread create the bread slice the bread and then you decided put butter on the bread become a lesbian and become the bread yeah i became the bread i became the baker (laughs) i think yeah i know there's definitely pressure i've never felt it when i was single I think now that I have a girlfriend that I live with, I, yes, I I've never once been like I, like for myself, right? Like to be like, oh, I need to fucking kill it, you know? I've never been that person. I've just kind of gone through life. Everything, every choice I've ever made, I've kind of just like, I'll go over here now. Yeah, I'll go over here now. Fly by the fly, fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah, yeah. And now when I have a girlfriend, I'm like, everything I got to think cal- calculated yeah. and like. But I don't know. Sometimes I think that might hurt me because then like I overthink my moves or whatever. And and the universe, like I think sometimes when you don't try. Right. Better opportunities come or like you put yourself in situations that yep. you, maybe you don't overthink it. Not trying is the new trying. I've actually realized because I'm like a sweaty try hard. I try really hard. Yeah. And honestly, it fucking backfires. Well, what's hard is when I try hard and I fail. God, does it hurt more than when Oof. I just float around? <laughs> Just float around, baby. I didn't care anyway. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. I'm chill. <laughs> I didn't want that job. So this article comes out and they said that in like the year 2025, women would be the predominant breadwinners in the marriages in this country. And I flipped because I was like very traditional. And I was like, that's the end of society as we know it. And like men should make the money. First of all, what an unfeministic thing to think. Like, no, that can't change. <laughs> women be breadwinners. Women be financially in control. No, we have to keep the control with the man so they can take care of us. But I was really like disturbed by it because I was like, that's going to ruin everything. And maybe I was selfishly like, no, I don't want to be the breadwinner. I want him to be the breadwinner, but now that I'm a big old lezzy, I mean, this is working beautifully for me. I'm yeah. here for it. But I worry about the straight men and if they're okay. <laughs> Do we have a voice anymore? Do you? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I Can I talk? Yeah, this is your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with my monologue. C- continue. I'm sweaty. <laughs> I have that effect on people. Yeah, it really is. It's I, me. I... I, I yeah, no, I think like I, I do worry that if I'm not killing it, like my girlfriend finds me uglier every day. Right. I do worry that, um, yeah, if I'm not successful, yeah, I'm just going to look disgusting. And I don't know. I literally, I, I literally feel that in my soul. I, and I'm not being facetious. Yeah. I'm dead ass. My wife works in tech. And I started in the last like couple of years to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So her boss is friends with a billionaire. And, you know, I'm like a total superficial fame whore money monster. So I'm like, oh, my God, like, I love your boss and I love his rich friend. We got to stay at one of his properties in Palm Beach for free. Oh, dude, it was insane. And we would like her boss and I would go in the hot tub together every night. I know that sounds creepy, but he's not it's not like, you know, um, Harvey Weinstein vibes whatsoever, like really cool guy. And he would like talk about the future of the company and like all the money that they're going to make. And I started to see this light at the other tunnel, like, oh my God, I've been almost with Tay for 10 years. And I'm like, I've been the breadwinner pretty much the whole time. And I'm like, 
maybe she'll be the breadwinner. And I got really excited for like a fucking millisecond. And then I was like, wait a second. She's not going to love me if I'm not the provider. Like, it's so fucked up how you think that way. Like, our only value is what? Like, paying the bills? Yeah, I, especially the older I get. And, you know, I start losing hair. I start getting hair other places. Where? Uh, you know, just <laughs> under on my penis, <laughs> you know? Oh, you didn't have that before? How sexy. Just yesterday. Just, just yesterday. Came in. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to make $100,000 for each hair I fucking grow on my penis. <laughs> That's how I feel. No, I, yeah, no, it is funny when, also when you like stay at like a rich person's place and you're like, oh, oh I could like live here. I could afford this. Right. And it's like a hundred thousand dollars a month. And you're like, I can't, you know, it, right. you just, you forget reality. Like, I know I just did that. I just went to Lake Como and my brother paid for it. Oh, your brother's so rich. So rich. Wait, how does like, how does that feel? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Is he older or younger? <laughs> We're twins. Shut no, up, no. you're not. And he's a comedian. <laughs> can you, ima- can no. you imagine? Oh my God. You would not be of this earth if that was the case. I mean, it would be so sad. So I'd get into finance. He's the rich one. You're the yeah. funny one. Uh, he's funny. Too. No, he did no, that. No, no, he's no, not no, 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 no. He's funny. Well, what's funny is I've always been the athletic one. For real? And, but the older you get, wait, no, no. the less uh, value wait, that has. Wait, so it's like, I just have a is, letterman jacket. But no, now. are you, is that, is that, were you joking? No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I really am athletic. And like, I've always been like, What's I'm your the sporty, medium? I am like the sporty personality, funny one. And he's the A type yes. who gets shit done. Yes. But now he like learned jujitsu and he's like in amazing shape. And I think he could beat me up now. And I could always, I always thought I could beat him up. And yeah. that was like the one thing. Yeah. But now he's rich and can beat me up. And it's like, I'm not doing well with it. You know, you know, I just wish people would stay in their goddamn lanes. Stay in your lane, man. You know? Don't come over here. Right. Let me just be the jock that dies with 30 bucks in his pocket. Like movie stars have to stop doing podcasts. Like let the podcasters podcast. And because I can't go and take your job. I know. I'm you not, know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm not going to be an A-list actor. I don't think. Mm, I'm still holding out hope. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> Get me in the room. I mean, I was Annie when I was like 12. So I'm just saying. But actually Annie or I, just one of the other orphans? I was actually Annie. I don't believe it. <laughs> I will send you fucking photographic evidence. Right. I had braces and a red wig. And I. Oh, it was like a Make-A-Wish thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. I swear. I swear. <laughs> I swear it's a hot knock life. Oh my God. Okay. So wait, are you the breadwinner in your relationship? Not to get deep right off the bat and put pressure on you to answer these overly personal questions. Yes, for now. Oh, high five. High yeah. five to us for being the breadwinners. Yeah, but it's not a lot of bread. It's just. Oh, no, it's just more bread than <laughs> <Yeah>. my partner. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's be very clear. Being the breadwinner does not mean you're rich or successful. No. It just means you make a little bit more. It just means your partner. The dead weight you're pulling through this world. I'm not going to say it. You did. <laughs> No, she's she's gonna kill it. She's in esthetician school right now, and oh, I think yes. like once she graduates that, and like, yep, she's gonna make good money. And then, yeah. But like, are you excited for her to be the breadwinner, or is it actually kind of scary? Well, I think the idea is I would, I'm gonna keep <laughs> getting more successful as well. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Yes, I mean, I I understand. I feel the same way. Am I? But like when I when I go to like catastrophize things, because that's what my brain does. My brain is like my number one enemy. It's so oh, yeah. sad. My, I used to have way more um, anxious thoughts than I do now. I don't How'd know you get why. rid of them? Is it moving to LA? I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. For I can't real? tell you really what it is. It must be the hiking. It's the hiking. It's exercising, I think. Oh, gross. I, I hate know. exercise. It's the worst. You exercise now, Andrew? It's like a midlife crisis. Andrew, I you know. used to be my Brooklyn boy, you know? know? Just a... <laughs> Living on like a mattress that didn't fit in the bed frame. I know. Now I have like one off the ground and everything. 
Oh my, oh, I know. stop it. <laughs> I know. I used to be such a sloppy little boy. <laughs> I had like dishes upon dishes. I didn't, I would just buy new dishes. I didn't have cups. You would buy new dishes with a girl rather one time. than do dishes? I hooked up with a girl one time and I brought her a bowl. Like a, like, like literally a bowl of water. For water. <laughs> For water. Like she was a dog. Yeah. I go drink it with your tongue. Good girl. Good girl. Roll around. Roll around. High five. <laughs> Sit. Stay. <laughs> Stay. Make more money than me. Make more money than me. Yeah. No, I really did. I brought her a bowl. So I've come a long way. I have like You've four cups now. Come a long way. Yeah. Um, how is the relationship going? It's good. I'm like very, I'm like a fangirl to your relationship. Yeah. What I'm do you see from you afar? You guys are just like, I don't know. I guess you kind of remind me of me and my wife a little bit. So of course, as a narcissist, I only like things that reflect back onto me like a mirror. I don't know. I just, you guys have fun together. You're yeah. like silly together. Yes. You like don't make sense, but you do make sense together. That, that makes sense. Doesn't that make sense? She's 16 years younger than me. 16? Yeah, that's I almost lot. thought you were going to say she's 16 years old. <laughs> she's turning, turning. She was Annie last year. <laughs> um, didn't you guys just go on a no, Italian? No, she didn't come. She didn't come? <laughs> so I'll tell you what happened. My, <laughs> Wait I get a, a I get a FaceTime from my older brother, the okay. rich one. Right. He's in finance. He's not a I really think that you should reconsider having a relationship with this with my older brother. (laughs) I don't know. Incest is (laughs) I think about it. I have a number. (laughs) I have a number where I would marry my brother. (laughs) I have a number. No, do you have to marry him? Why can't he just adopt you like a child? I've asked. And (laughs) he's passed many times. (laughs) It's one of those things where I don't ask direct, you know. I'm really struggling dan more sir <laughs> i need money sir and he's like what <laughs> i'm sorry i can't hear you i'm on a yacht wait has he, <laughs> the wind's in my head has he ever given you money yes how much <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening he's done he's nice but i have a rich uncle and he gives me diddly shit he just gives me a lot of negative advice about my career choices yeah and he'll never give me money never i mean i have a whole thing but i don't want to i don't want to like talk about it and then ruin this, the money i am getting you know oh, oh no i know what you're talking about because like my uncle they're I, great I was, I was just at home visiting my parents and i was like do you think uncle bo will leave us like any money and she was uncle like who uncle bo uncle bo uncle has bo. money Uncle Bo is rich as fuck. Uncle Bo is like a total fuck up in Florida. Like, I feel like old Andrew and Uncle Bo were like twins, separated yeah. at birth, okay? I like a bow. B-O or B-E-A-U. Well, fancy. Fancy fucking bow. Yeah, that's a yeah. long bow. And <laughs> my grandfather said to him, Bo, you're either going to be like literally in the gutter or like a gajillionaire. The latter happened. Um, but I said to my mom, do you think Bo's going to leave us like any money? And she's like, no, he literally goes out of his way to say, and he has three children he adopted Oh yeah, what a great guy, right? Man, that ruined you. Yeah, when those kids came, I was like, "Motherfucking yeah, shit!" I'm I'd never so getting pissed. money. I and know. he tells them they're not getting money either. I mean, who are these people? You can't adopt people and then tell them I'm not going to give you money after I pass away. That's, That's a, child abuse. That is. Close PS, dude. Bo is fucking heartless. He's like, "Oh, I'll adopt you just to keep you in a cage." <laughs> oh my god! Nice guy though. No, great guy. I, yeah, I don't understand this whole like let's wait to die yeah. before we get money. It's like, don't you want to see your money? Yes. See people smile with it. 
That's, you know what I mean? Well, you know, I was a rich person when I was married. I was rich through marriage. And it's rich people are wild. So I remember one time we we're in our Tribeca apartment. It was like $2.5 million apartment. Okay. I'm like not even 30 living in this place. Uh-uh, maybe I was newly 30. Whatever. And by the way, I did not get any money from the apartment in the settlement. Okay. I just want to be very clear on that. So, and I think he still lives there. Whatever. And I bet it's worth so much now. I think about that all the time. Uh, I really wish we stayed married. Yeesh. And I just had a girlfriend on the side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That he like couldn't, he like wouldn't be allowed to like have sex with us, but just like pay our bills and shit. Oh, I didn't know that. You had like a whole like no, cuck thing going? I should oh, have should done have. that. Yeah. I'm sure he would have been cool with that. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> But I remember we were living in our apartment and he was like, you know, I had like my poor friends from college, right? Because I also was a poor person and now I am again. Um, and it's it's amazing how life comes full circle like that. And so he was like, your poor friends come over here and drink all my expensive wine. And he was like, we need to start making rich friends. And I was like, no, why can't we spread the wealth to my poor friends? Yeah. That's the way that that's the way that's the Trickle way to down. fix the economic crisis in this world. Trickle it down. Trickle it goddamn down. Don't expect me to make money. Well, Right? Trickle it down. How dare you? Disgusting. I no don't think shivery no here. One <laughs> no one trickles. I'm tired of no one trickling, man. I just want some tricks. And he wanted to make, if, actually, if we turn tricks, we'd probably no, be really I, rich. No, I'd be poor. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, me too. I'm so bad at blowjobs. And the word would get Same. out of the street Same. about my terrible blowjob skills. Yeah. And they'd be like, don't hire that trick. <laughs> this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Ibotta. Question. Maybe you're running around right now picking up burgers, hot dogs for a little summer barbecue. Well, guess what? You're already doing it. So why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can make sure that you're beating inflation, oh, inflation, no matter what you're purchasing. Seriously, help assist out. It's so easy. You just either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your money, honey. So the average Ibotta user earns about $120 per year. Uh-huh. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you could use your cash back to buy that flight that you've been eyeing, or that game you're dying to go to, or that fancy dinner that you've been craving. So other apps give you points that don't really amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. And you can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and so much more. Right now, Ibotta is offering my listeners $5. Yeah, they're just literally giving you $5 just for trying Ibotta by using code Taylor when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code T-A-Y-L-O-R. Okay, that's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store. And don't forget to use that code Taylor. And they're going to hook you up with $5 just for trying it. So what are you waiting for? Ibotta. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact away and now back to the podcast i get along i'm i'm pretty good i'm a pretty good chameleon i also grew up around money like my dad's a doctor so he had money <gasps> wait do we never my dad's a doctor mm. Did, so that means you're a doctor and i'm a doctor this is the doctor podcast yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. if you have any medical questions yeah let us we know. got you absolutely I, what that mole is <laughs> guacamole <laughs> 
my brother's now a doctor. Oh, so God. So I'm more of a doctor than you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, he's going to be rich. Vascular surgeon. Damn. And I'm like, Zach, let's not forget all those times I fucking bought you dinner, you know, yeah. when I'm asking to live like in your house and be adopted by you. Man, your dad loves him so much more than you. Oh, are you kidding? And he went to Harvard. <laughs> oh, my So God. much more. <laughs> It's my mom. So I went to Ithaca. So it's in us. It's so embarrassing to my family. Go to Ithaca. My parents are like, well, you got to go the best place you get into. They were like, go over to Cornell and meet like a nice husband. You know, like you, you meet a good guy, Cornell. I didn't meet a husband. I met a drug dealer, Cornell. So that really blew their theory out of the water. You showed them. I really did show them. But I remember when I went to school, my mom didn't get me a sticker like for her car. And then my sister went to Boston College, which is my mom's alma mater. She got a sticker right off the bat. Then Zach goes to Harvard where my dad went. She gets a sticker and I'm like, where's my fucking sticker? So I got her a goddamn sticker. I was like long graduated. Sticker for what? For parking? No, no, no. Like, you know, parents are proud of their kids. Oh, and put oh, stickers sticker on the car. Yes, oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. So she put it in the middle. She really squished it in there. And you know what? Guess what? That car still exists. She still drives it around. And the only sticker that's remaining... It's the Ithaca sticker. Oh, man. Poetic justice. Yeah. That's... So oh. wait, so you have an Ithaca sticker. Where is Ithaca? In it's, New York, right? Ithaca is in upstate New York. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ithaca <sighs> is not Cornell, just to be clear. That's how people describe it. It's like, oh my God, you went to Cornell? No, I went to the not Cornell school in Ithaca. Oh, you went to that school. So you took the Harvard and Boston College one off yourself? No, they, <laughs> the weather I can just see you in the middle of the night, like, scraping. scraping. I'll show you. Andrew, don't tell my secrets yeah, to the I world. Know. I mean, look, I went to Tulane. I, I got in a weird... My brother went to Tulane. Oh, That's why Andrew, I went there. Oh, Andrew, how many years apart are you? Uh, three years in school. Oh, so you're like in school together. There's like... like, like yeah. You can have friends that overlap and stuff. Well, I visited him. That's how I ended up going to... Remember I got stabbed? I don't know if I ever told that story on this. Tell me when you got stabbed. <laughs> I was visiting my brother at Tulane. I was a senior in high school. Okay. And his roommate was an ex-Navy SEAL. Cool. And I was talking to him and he was like playing with a knife. And uh, Naturally. he was like 28. He was in law school at Tulane. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, man, it's so cool. You're a Navy SEAL. You know, I was still a virgin at the time. I was like, I'm in New Orleans. I'm going to get laid. You know? And uh, he opens up a closet and he has like guns, knives, camouflage. And, in his dorm room? Yeah. In, no, in, in the apartment. Got it. Metals, like all, everything, guns, everything. I was like, oh my God, you got a bulletproof vest. And I try it on. And he goes, look, it's night proof. <laughs> no, no, no. And he's like, oh, I think I stabbed you. <laughs> I go, you think, motherfucker? And I take the vest off and blood is just shooting no. out my chest. Yeah. First night in New Orleans. Like first hour. I'm like, I love it here. So did you get laid? I ended up having sex with him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't stab me again. <laughs> no matter what you do. Wait, when did you lose your virginity? Uh, I feel like this is a good story. I lost my virginity. Well, I like that you don't want to know what, if I went to the hospital or anything. Well, you're here in front yeah, of me. That's true. <laughs> I did go to emergency room for six hours, and uh, it was intense. But anyhow, uh, I survived, and I went to Tulane. I was like, oh, no, it can only go uphill yeah, from there. Absolutely, I, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. A lot of horrible shit happened. There. Um, well, how did I lose my virginity? I lost it at the end of freshman year. Okay, nice. Nice. I, of college. Yes, I know. <laughs> Honestly, if you said freshman year of high school, I actually, I don't think that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when people are like, I lost my virginity when I was 13 and a yeah. half. I'm like, oh no, that's too early. Like there's such a thing as too early. I'd rather too late than, you know, than like early in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I held out. Um, nice. And, yeah, uh, save it for marriage. Yeah. Or uh, authority <laughs> formal. 
where she brought me and it was like one of those kind of formal. Oh yeah, it was what, what's it called? It's like a, not Jack and Jill. It's called a Sadie Hawkins. Sadie dance. Hawkins. Yeah, she Sadie Hawkins me. And I went to her <laughs> I went to her uh formal and uh she gave me eighty dollars in cash to like go have drinks, whatever. Wait, what? Like I'm a hooker. Wait, like, no, a I was just gonna say, hooker. are you a pimp? I hope so. I I mean I think she's the pimp. Are you a trick? I trick. <laughs> <laughs> something trickled that night not out of my penis i was too drunk <laughs> whiskey dick and vodka balls and tequila asshole <laughs> the name of the podcast <laughs> yeah long island iced tea genitals it was terrible <laughs> nothing she so it was sex was so bad it was just like mushing we were just like we were scissoring <laughs> that night we were both lesbians you're an ally yeah i was an ally this that is night. what allyship looks so like people choose. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Just Mushy. bumping vaginas. Mushy. It was oh bad. Oh my god. She asked for the money back. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is I had sex with her again. Like Wait, so that doesn't count as losing your virginity if you couldn't get your penis into the parking lot. That's true. That's a good point. No, the, it got in the parking. It just yeah, it didn't it got out before <laughs> And I just want to apologize for her to her for calling her vagina parking lot. It's a parking space. Like, I don't know if it's enormous or not. You know, yeah. that was really rude of me. And yeah. I, I think I owe her an apology. Yeah, you should call her. I'll give you the number. Parking uh, lot vagina. I had sex with her three years later, though. Oh, wow. And that's when you lost your virginity. <laughs> <laughs> that time I got whiskey dick again. I turned out I was an alcoholic. Weird. New Orleans. Rock on. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking about No, I actually did a good job. <laughs> I really did. Like, I redeemed myself. Like, I remember leaving there and being like, you did it, boy. You're like, you did it. And? <laughs> and then never again. <laughs> so maybe I didn't do a good <laughs> So speaking of alcoholics. Yeah. So I just read this article in the New York Post. The Post is like bringing back like old school society new york city gossip like they've always done celebrity stuff but they're like kind of like they're 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 going like 90s vintage you know and i'm living for it because like i like celebrity gossip but i love rich people shit because i'm like obsessed so last week in my podcast i talked about this martha seward story that was fucking amazing it's like you know society old money new money it's like oh they're just the pettiest fucking people ever and like my ex-in-laws were like super rich so like i kind of like got into that wealthy world and i looked around and said eh, i'm like it's not all it was cracked up to be yeah but just to be clear there's millionaires and there's billionaires. I would do anything to be around billionaires. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, for sure. that, I just want to let all the billionaires listening, like, I don't feel this way about you. Like, I'm here to hang out with you. I'm just taking shits on fucking millionaires. Yeah. 10 million? Ugh. Who gives Disgusting. a shit? You think you're better than me? <laughs> you're not. Disgusting. Still <laughs> down. So page six now is doing like all this like, like, remember when they were covering the Hilton sisters before they were famous? It was like these society girls and like Tinsley Mortimer. So they're going back. So apparently there was this kid who tried to get into the Mark Hotel and he was like underage. And so he like had a fake ID and they were like, get the fuck out of here. And the drinks there are like $29 a pop. So like, this is like typical rich asshole kid, Manhattan, probably born and bred. So they wouldn't like give him drinks. And so he, he kept coming back though. And so they eventually had to like ban him because he was like harassing and like being verbally abusive to like the bartenders and like the wait staff. Like he was a little fucking spoil monster. So he hired people to pick it outside the Mark Hotel and say things like um, they support Jeffrey Epstein and like all these like they have mice, like any insult he could think of. Yeah. He had people like pick it and now they're suing him because um, it's defamation of character of a hotel, which I didn't really know was like a thing. I mean, who is this kid? I mean, he sounds like a genius Hold on, with a lot of time on his hands. 
But they said, so <laughs> the New York Post referred to him. So here's the article just for the headline in case people want to dig deeper. Rejected underage drinker hires uh, protesters to smear luxury NYC hotel with wild signs. And so they're suing him. But they referred to him as a wannabe booze hound. And I just really felt like you could relate to that. I mean, I would never be able to like hire people on Craigslist or whatever he did right. after that. I would be the one like picketing drunk <laughs> that same night. And they'll be like, what are you doing? I'm like, you're right. I should go home. Like, you know, I would never like, like take that and then like have revenge. Yes. You know, that sounds like a lot of planning. It sounds like exhausting. Is yeah. what it sounds like, you know, the only people that have time for that are. Spoiled trust fund kids. Yes, you got it. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, so you were saying that you're really good with rich people, though. I mean, I know we're taking big, huge dumps on them, but like, I do want to be clear. Like, I I don't like poor people either. Yeah, totally. And I still want to be rich. (laughs) I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I just hate them because I'm not as rich as them. And there's like really poor. Right. I'll hang out with really poor just so I feel better about myself. Really poor people (laughs) I'll hang out with. By the way, I just want to say we are, um, this is called self loathing. (laughs) No, no, this is who I really am. (laughs) Don't, don't try to get out of it. You're projecting. I'm not at all. I really don't like poor people <laughs> or middle rich. I don't like 10 millionaires and people with $10. So who do we, so we like billionaires no, only? I guess nobody. <laughs> um, That's the real take The guy on. that stabbed me. He's a cool. <laughs> I like that dude. He's very cool. <laughs> I never found out where, what happened to him. This podcast is going to get me in a lot of trouble. Probably. <laughs> but that's that's podcasting with Andrew. Now, rich people, I get along with. I just, I told you, I went to Italy. My brother, he, so he FaceTimed me and my little okay. brother. Okay. I don't know if you've ever gotten a FaceTime. I thought someone died because <clears throat> he's never FaceTimed us. Got you. So I'm like, oh, who's dead? You know? I, I, I understand. And what inheritance do I get? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's you. Hopefully your wife is Are calling you, you from your phone. And that's why she's FaceTiming. Trickle down. <laughs> so, I'm like, Dan, are you dead? And he's like, uh, what was funny is he's like, no, nope, uh, he had like a serious look. He always, he, I mean, it, it, that's like a cornerstone of being rich. You have to like always look serious. Yeah. Yeah. And intimidating. You can never look silly. And smoldering. He's never silly. <laughs> unless he's really fucked up. Then right. I'll get a little silly. Right. And then, you know. Yeah. But uh, he's like, do you guys um, want to go to Italy in four days? I was like, oh my, I thought someone died. Like you can't. I was like, also, yes, I yes. do. And he's like, uh. He's like, you could go, but I'm not paying, can't pay for uh, your girlfriends and your wives. Oh, oh, this happens all the time with families. So I did the noble thing and I went alone. No, very noble. <laughs> totally. My girlfriend loved that. She loves going to the most romantic, Lake Como. Are you kidding me? Like people go there to get engaged or like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And you went there to get engaged to your brother. Yeah. I'm, then I'm going <laughs> to Detroit. I told her, I was like, I'm going to hell. Just think I'm going to hell. How pissed was she? Yeah, she was one to ten. Probably an eight. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you just gotta be happy for me. Right. <laughs> I don't know. This is my rich brother. Mine. Not yours. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. It is hard to um be like, no, but if it, if you were doing it, I'd be happy for because I really would be. Yeah. But it's hard, obviously. Of course. So we go to Lake Como and it's all like itinerary people. You know, rich people are itinerary. Oh people. my god, this makes so much sense because you were saying how on Instagram, by the way, if you don't follow Andrew, follow Andrew. Your Instagram is like my favorite thing in the world. You literally, the notes app is like. <laughs> yeah, it's just my diary. It's like what musical sheets are to Mozart is what a notes app is to Andrew Collin. Damn. 
You and Britney Spears, honestly, fucking thrive in a oh, notes app. Man. And Same they're really, too. they're just, they, it's just so funny. Let me read it really quickly because uh, it, 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 it really, it, tickled you? it made me, yeah, it made me LOL. It, t- it tickled me pink. This podcast is sponsored by eHarmony, the dating app that helps you find someone who gets you. I am what you would call a unique, a unique with a Q person. Um, and I've had plenty of relationships where I was with people who did not get me and they did not work out. And now I'm married to somebody who totally gets me. I'm not quite sure how she gets me, but I'm just grateful she does. And it's the greatest feeling in the world and everyone deserves it. But here's the deal. We live in a time of social media and social media is not transparent. Social media is like putting your most perfect kind of inauthentic self out there and it's kind of BS. But the good news is if you're exhausted by social media, you are not alone. Yeah, eHarmony released a new dating diary study that found that even 56% of Gen Z, even Gen Z gets tired of social media from time to time. So basically, the moral of the story is you are not alone. And you want to know why? It's because people want a real authentic connection, not superficial. So actually, this is really good news for everybody who wants to meet somebody that gets them. And listen, when it comes to connection, you want someone who truly gets you, which means we have to start giving people a better sense of who we are, not just online, but also offline. And that's why eHarmony is different. They specialize in connecting people who are looking for real love through their compatibility quiz. Real love. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Anyway, the quiz identifies a baseline of compatibility with questions about communication styles, likes and dislikes, personality, and more to help match with somebody who will truly get you. eHarmony makes connections genuine, not exhausting. So what are you waiting for? Join the dating app that helps you find someone who really gets you and sees you for yourself. Take eHarmony's compatibility quiz today and get someone who gets you. And now, back to the podcast. I got to tell you. You have it memorized? Yeah. Okay, go. Uh, go. Fine. Verbatim. I will. Would you like verbatim? me to pull it up just in case? I could do it verbatim. Now I'm going to fucking fact check you. And I see. could actually do now, it verbatim. Now you know what you're giving? You're giving waiter who refuses to write down my order, and now I'm like <laughs> yeah. your number one enemy in yeah. the world. Yeah. Just write my order down. Write the order. <laughs> What are you doing? And they always fuck up. And then if you bring it up, then you feel bad that they fucked up. Uh, it's after weird. I told you, yeah. you yeah. were going to fuck. Oh, you got the shrimp? <laughs> oh, weird. I thought you got the roast beef. Ew. It's not even close. Who gets the roast beef? <laughs> I love a roast beef. <laughs> I love a beefy roast. Okay, go. <laughs> Show me what you got. All right, itinerary people versus people that actually enjoy vacation. Okay. Uh Itinerary people will write something like, uh, at 6.30 a.m., we are uh, going to travel on our hands and knees up a 17-mile steep mountain (laughs) to smell a special kind of Italian (laughs) olive oil made from, I changed that, it's it's made from, it sounds better, the uh, back sweat of the beautiful people of Rome. I'm like, um, that sounds great. Uh, yeah, I'll be at the expensive pool uh, with my shirt on, <laughs> peeing in the shallow end after drinking six apple sprints. It's my words. Yeah, but still. I, I do for a living. Oh my, I'm so, imp- you're a genius. Yeah. You're a prodigy. I'm probably a prodigy. <laughs> oh my, I'm so impressed. <laughs> it's my own words. I know, but like. But I'm a stand-up, so yeah, I, I memorize easy. I guess so. What yeah. a fucking talent. Did you, wait. You wrote it. First of all, it's fucking hilarious, number Thank one. So you. credit where credit's due. Just the wording is just so beautiful. So you write it, 
And then you don't sit there and memorize those. So like you have like, it's, it's like a photographic memory. I would like to give myself all the credit in the world, yeah. but I do, I'm probably going to say it on stage. So I did spend okay, yesterday, I said it a few times to myself. Well, guess what? Great re dress rehearsal. So, so they are big it. itinerary people. I'm not an itinerary person. If it's up to me, I just sit at the pool, literally piss in the shower. No, like I've never related to something more in my entire yeah. life. Like I was like, oh my God, that's so me. Just pissing away. Oh, just pee away. With my shirt on. I, actually, I go, I'm a woman. So I wear full dresses, maxi dresses into the pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wear a bubble suit. Yeah. So, cause like my biggest insecurity is my legs. So mm -hmm. like nobody ever sees my legs. And I, and we talked earlier, your insecurity is your stomach. So shirt in the pool, dress in the pool. Yeah. I had all these. Uh, it's hard to just put your stomach in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like water from here to here, you know, just let my, uh, no, but this is the thing, Lake Como, if you don't know, you're a poor, disgusting pig. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, and if, if you do know, you probably don't even have enough money to hang out with us. Exactly. We're really hard to please. <laughs> you either have to be a billionaire or a homeless person. We're ostracized. Or the guy to stab me. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Um, so, um. The pool. So we stayed at this hotel called the Mandarin Oriental. Oh, uh, I know. I used to be rich, bitch. Don't. How yeah. dare you act like I don't know that? Do you know the one in Lake Como? No, <laughs> exactly, bitch. <laughs> Do you want to retract that? <laughs> you came at me strong. You know the one in New York that's in like fucking Midtown. Yeah, that's the only one you know. <laughs> yeah, it's Asian, right? No, it's not. <laughs> Camping. Um, so the, this hotel yes. is the nice, like it's on Lake Como. The the pool is on a barge. We kept saying, let's get some drinks on the barge. <laughs> barge is a fun the word. Most gorgeous barge ever, dude. Literally infinity pool into Lake Como. Like you can't <laughs> even tell like where the pool ends and Lake Como begins. Dangerous. And then there's like four saunas. Okay, like it, you shouldn't leave the. Ho there's no reason to leave the hotel. Right. So we go on a hike. A five-hour hike, which That's is slide number two. Bullshit. First of all, how long is a trip? Because that really matters, too. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Depending on how like long. Like, if it's a short yeah. trip, it's like, I literally, like, I curse the day you're born. If it's a long trip, it's like, I, I, fine, I'll fucking do that. It should be a 30-minute hike per each day you're there. Agreed. So, if, let's say you're there four days. Yeah. That should be a max two-hour two hike. Yes. You're there how long? Four, four to four and a half days, including travel. So, yeah. It shouldn't be a five-hour hike. Oh, 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 you're saying four days proper, not like four days, like traveling, like you weren't gone for four days. I was you gone five there days. For four days. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah, yeah. We're but, getting in the weeds with the admin. Continue. Yeah, so anyways, <laughs> that's my fault. Five hour hike. <laughs> Sorry for all. <laughs> this is why we have no money, by the way. We could. <laughs> So wait, so it's a half hour for five days. My brother went to Harvard. Um, he's a doctor. I'm a moron. But so so we go on this five hour hike and everyone's like a New York City overachiever. Listen to the people we have so on this trip. Annoying. I can't say exactly specifically. Okay. Yeah. But one's a president of a gigantic fashion company, which, oh, I have such a funny moment. Zara. I can't. Tell oh, you. my God. I guessed it. <laughs> no. <laughs> You didn't? I'll tell you off air. But I was wearing a Diodora shoes, which is like a Italian like Nike, but like really nice. Okay. She goes, oh, Did your the... brother buy this for you? Uh, trickled out. <laughs> <laughs> did, wait, did he, did, you know when rich people like go through their closets and then they oh, call their I family have so members? so many. I'm too fat though for his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. Like I didn't even get his clothes. He's lost weight and I don't fit into the clothes that he lost weight from. <laughs> oh, it's sad. 
So whatever. Uh, Anyhow, so uh, torso problems. <laughs> TPs. So I. Uh, TPs. So she goes to me. She's like, those are $300 shoes. And I go, uh, they're 240 right. or whatever. She's like, no, I know that they're 300. I wear them. And I'm like, okay. Good for you. I go, all right. What, this is before well, she I, I knew what she did. Someone like you had shoes like her? Pretty much. <laughs> she's like, how do you have it? Like, aren't, like, yeah, it's just, she's like, you smell. You have dirt all over you. I was like, travel tough. You pee in the pool I took with a your trainer. shirt on. I took a train to Lake Como. Okay. So, so she goes, they're 300. I go, they're 240. Whatever. Right. Really, this so is the hill you want to die on with a yeah. rich person, Andrew. So he she just Googles gets them to death. No, but she Googles it and she's like, oh, they're 250. And I was <gasps> like, yeah, it was closer. She's like, yeah, whatever. And I go, what do you have? Like a little boutique in Greenwich? That's what I said to her. I go, what do you run a little boutique? And she goes, I'm the president of blah, 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 North America. And it's like the biggest oh, like, fashion brand ever. God. <laughs> so I was like, Gee. so egg on my head. Yes. Um, so, these, oh, we've so got then her. her, we have an ex NFL football player who played in the league for like 14 years, right? Michael Strahan, continue. Yeah, Strahan was there. Uh, oh, Zara. Tony Robbins was staying at the hotel in Mandarin, but he wasn't part of the crew. Stop. Yeah. So. He's too poor. <laughs> yeah, he had like, he was on like the shitty end. So, um, uh, and then uh, we have a p- huge plastic surgeon. And so those are like kind of the people that let's just. Dr. Brandt. Sorry, yeah. I had to go through my New York City Rolodex. No, Dr. Tepper. And he wouldn't mind me saying it because oh, okay. he wants to. A free shout out. Go to yeah. Dr. Tepper to get go your boobs done. Go to Dr. Done. Tepper, Greenwich and New York, Tribeca. Amazing. Yeah, he'll do everything. He probably knows my ex-husband. Oh, yeah? Amazing. Why is he a doctor? <laughs> no, he lives in Tribeca. Oh, yeah, they probably hang out. <laughs> they probably talk shit about you. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> she hated this. Were they talking shit about me on your trip? Was you Dr. Wish. Tepper talking you wish. about me? You fucking wish. <laughs> fucking yeah. knew it, Dr. Tepper. Hey, don't have a Tepper. So you close your mouth when you're talking about me, Dr. Tepper. He did chew with his mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a problem I had. He ate his noodles weird. <laughs> what, what plastic surgeon does. So, yeah. so, so, um, that's hilarious. So we go on this hike and everyone's like, you would think it's like a vacation. First of all, it's five hours. It, we take a trolley up. Someone throws up. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> no, it's threw- not. <laughs> Rich people throwing up is not another no, story. No. It, is a, it is the epicenter of the story. Why? <laughs> Why were they throwing up because of the way Dr. No, it, was a, it was a stranger <laughs> threw up on a woman and the girl screamed. But we didn't know them. So it's like... <laughs> oh, rich people are so crazy. But rich people laughed at me. <laughs> Well, because that's very yeah. not rich behavior. But when a rich person acts not rich, it's the best. But it wasn't a rich person. Oh, it wasn't? It was a poor person oh, no. who I don't even know how they got on the trolley. <laughs> I think they were on top of it. So, ew. Disgusting. How are you even in Lake Como? Come on. It was a day trip. We all know. You, you stayed in Milan that night. Let's be honest. So, uh, so did I. Uh, <laughs> I was the one that threw up. It was the Navy SEAL. Fine. It was <laughs> I can't. Sometimes I wonder if any, like, we, we have these headphones on and we, like, have this weird language with each other, but I don't know if it translates <sighs> to people. It translates to enough that people beg for you to come over the podcast, so it's working. That's true. Thank you. <sighs> uh, so we're so we're on the hike and it's all, like, you think it's going to be a relaxing vacation hike. You, right. Like, you're look, overlooking, you know, Como. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and uh, you know, if there's a language barrier, I was there for five days. I right. apologize. You weren't fluent by the time you left? Oh, very fluent. <laughs> so, so, affluent, if you know what I mean. 
<laughs> Come on now, I'm rich. As we say in our friend group. So it's an inside joke. So next thing you know, it becomes a full on race to the top. Like people oh. are sprinting. Like everyone's like trying to show off how fast they can get to the top of this. And it's insane. Like everyone's like, and I'm in the back. And it's not like fun competition. It's like they like people will genuinely like fight over this or have like passive aggressive tendencies after where you try to walk past them and they, you know, walk faster, walk faster. And so full on pissy match. Finally, <sighs> the guide goes, I think uh, we should stop. It's this nice little like woman guide. She's like, I think we should stop for 10 minutes. Take a break. And uh, and and you would think that would be the end of it. You know, we yeah. just take a break. Yeah. Obviously, these fucking New York City overachievers go, why? Why? She goes, well, uh, someone in the group wants to take a break. And, and they go, who? <laughs> and they go, I'd rather not say who. It, I think it's not nice to say who. And someone goes, it's you, isn't it? <laughs> And she goes, yes, yes, it's me. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> you, yeah, this Asshole woman was like, you, I didn't you. like, stop <laughs> asking me questions. I, I thought you were the one that asked for the break. <laughs> I did. She took the fall. <laughs> Thinking. Yeah. I fucking knew it. I was hungover. I don't drink, but I drank there. Oh, man. Uh, so yeah, so the trip was incredible. Right. Obviously, like, yeah, we went there. Our suite was like two stories. Like oh I thought God. I was in the wrong suite. Like it was insane. I'm trying to think really what else we went. We did a, a a like a cooking class where they like you go to like a fancy restaurant. Yeah, Michelin and, star for sure. Yeah, and the guy was funny. Right, you're the like chef. a bear. Yeah, exactly. Dude, he was so like annoying. Like everyone's looking at me, like, "Are you jealous that he's so like all these rich people are like, are you jealous he's funnier than you?" I'm oh like, "My oh, God, a little bit, <laughs> yeah. totally." Of yeah. course, way to like hit my Achilles heel. Thanks, guys. I was like, first of all, he's fucking got an accent. He's right. playing on his home turf. Right. Like it's like fishing with dynamite. He's not that funny, and he's like an asshole, <laughs> and he's carrying around like a big wooden stick. Like, oh, I'll hit you, you know, whatever. Fuck him. Good food though. Good food. Fine, uh -huh. actually. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, and then yeah, we did that. You don't really learn these cooking lessons. You don't no. learn anything. No. Yeah, we just cracked two eggs. You know, that's really not that, that. That's not the way to do a trip like that. You're just supposed to do what you did: be in the barge, pissing yourself. Yeah. We were all desperate to get back to the barge. Of course, the whole time. I, Every time you do the itinerary, all you want to do is get back into the pool. I hate adventure vacations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was married. I was I'm to never go to, going to Como again. <laughs> I was supposed to go to San Tropez with husband and a bunch of our friends. Oh, man. And then he came home from work one day and he was like, guess what? We're not going to San Tropez. And I'm like, oh, we're going somewhere better than San Tropez. Oh, God, I know where this be is going. He said, we're going to Israel oh, with God. my mother. <gasps> what? Like, what? are you fucking kidding me? So I was like, listen. We're about to get married and I'm a team player, okay? And I know this is a conversion trip. And quite frankly, I'm going to convert. So I didn't end up converting because we got divorced too soon. But well, I was- converted to lesbianism he and left Yeah, I, I did convert. It was just the wrong. I got confused. <laughs> yeah. I got lost on the way. You converted the vagina in your mouth. <laughs> it was either that or Judaism. I would pick <laughs> vagina every time. I would pick Judaism, actually. <laughs> There's still time for me to change my mind. Look. So I kind of did both, actually, because my wife's mother's Jewish, which makes her Jewish. So I do both. Well, you're wailing walls now, if you know what I mean. Vagina <laughs> yeah, walls. I do. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> Come on now. So. Calm down. We go and I say, I will go. But like, let's like do it like proper. Like, let's go to Tel Aviv and go to the beach and fucking eat out and like shop. Like, I don't want to be in a car 
all day long, like hiking up mountains with my vagina wet from like a bathing suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like, no, not no, the vibe. I want to set my alarm and float in a sea with a lot of salt on it that if you pee in it, your vagina burns. And everyone's seeing your legs because you're on top of the water. Oh, so scary. You can't even get them in there. And the scariest them. person to see your body is your in-laws. Oh, the God. judgment. I'm sure. So he says, I promise, I promise. First day we get there, we meet with the guide, okay? Guide? Why is there a guide? He's going to be with this whole trip, they tell me. And I looked at Wasbend, and his mother was to my right, and the guy was to my left. And I'm sure they saw me because peripheral vision is a thing. And I literally gave Wasbend the middle finger, and I said, I was so fucking pissed. So we went to this bullet factory. A bullet factory. <sighs> oh, that's romantic. Oh, and Wasbin's grandmother is the one that made us get the guide. So she was like, David was her guide that she always used. So okay. like, and my mother-in-law was like, oh God, I can't believe we're doing all this stuff. I was like, why is grandma controlling everything? We're the ones that was are here. grandma there? No. Oh, you just want to take a bullet to the mouth. <laughs> Literally. So I told him my diarrhea and I went back to the hotel and I went on the beach and I ate and I drank and I smoked cigarettes and I swam with trash and I had the best time ever. <laughs> and with trash, I mean actual trash floating in the sea. It was crazy. Oh, Lots man. of pollution. But aside from that gorgeous place. in Israel? Yes, in the in ocean. A, oh, man. Comes from like another continent, I think. Oh. Yeah. That's what people told me. <laughs> and I believe everything people tell me. So, uh, so did you ever go to Santa Fe? Nope. <laughs> Never went, and honestly, given how poor I am, probably never will. Yeah, these adventure trips, man. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Thrive Market. Uh, I don't know about you, but Thrive Market is my go-to for all my organic grocery and household essentials. And listen, I used to think that organic was like, ugh, I roll highfalutin much. No, 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 no. First things first, they've got all my favorite organic brands. I'm talking Annie's. I'm talking Tattooed Chef. So yeah, not only does Thrive Market have all my favorite organic grocery and household products, but it is so convenient. Yeah, I get it all quickly shipped to my doorstep. It's a huge time saver. It's so convenient. I live in a city, so schlepping around with my cart, I can't be about that life anymore. Also, the way I used to have to go to multiple, more than two, multiple grocery stores to get everything that I needed, it was exhausting and a huge waste of my time. And with Thrive Market, bada bing, bada boom, it's on my doorstep. So as a Thrive Market member, I save money on every single grocery order. On average, I save over 30% each time. I am telling you, 23% off, 33% off. The savings are insane. And on top of the massive savings on each order, Thrive Market has a deals page that changes daily, and it gives me cash back on so many brands, and they have a price match guarantee. I mean, I cannot say enough nice things about Thrive Market. And not only does Thrive Market save me money, but they also save me time. Yes, they deliver it right to my front door. Duh, amazing. But they also have these filters on their website or the app, whichever you use, um, over 70. Whether you're looking for certified gluten-free snacks or non-toxic cleaning essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with the click of a button. And you can trust that it's made with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. And as if that wasn't enough, when you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one -one membership matching program. So you join and they give. What are you waiting for? Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. They are hooking it up. So again, go to thrivemarket.com slash taste of Taylor for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash taste of Taylor, the name of the podcast. Thrivemarket.com slash taste of Taylor. And now back to the podcast. People say like money can't buy you happiness, which like freedom. Is, 
true, but it can buy you freedom and freedom could make you pretty fucking happy. Yeah. And I do say things like rich people are miserable, but like, so am I, you know what I mean? With a smaller bank account. I'd much rather be rich and miserable than what I am. Me for too. sure. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. Everyone's miserable. You might as well fucking have a, like, like you don't have to worry about, there's so much shit, but when you're worried about like little bills and everything, then you don't even have time sometimes to worry right. about yourself. I have a theory. And, what is it? It's that. Uh, Sorry. I just interrupted uh, you for nothing. You're going I, there. Continue. No, go ahead. Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> What's this theory? Clydesdales. Okay. You with me? Okay. Clydesdales are horses. Okay. And they are bred to pull. And if they don't pull, they get depressed. So when you see, I mean, pulling in Central Park is not what I'm talking about. So get off my dick, PETA. Okay. But like, you know, if, if they're not exercising a certain amount, like a breed of a dog, let's say, they get like depressed. Yes. So human beings are, we're like bred to survive. So if in the modern world, you have all the money in the world, survival is taken care of. So if you don't, if you're not focusing on survival, you're focusing on bullshit. And that's why rich people are miserable because they're too busy focusing on bullshit while the rest of us are focusing on things like bills, which is misery. But like also, I feel like less miserable. They say things like, I miss the struggle. Oh, poor baby. I miss being able to afford eggs. You fucking prick. Have you gone to the grocery store lately? It's psychotic. Yeah, it's wild out there. Inflation. Am I right or am I right? Uh, You're right. I know I am. So that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, no, it is funny. Like all these rich people always have the same. They always say the same things. They always go, uh, uh, they'll go, you know, I worked at a pizza place to learn the value of money and hard work. So now I could run this, you know, million dollar company. Right. People watch that and they're just like, uh, I still work at the pizza place to become assistant manager of that same pizza place. Exactly. But because of your inspirational story, I am now ready to become a uh, CEO of a billion dollar hedge fund. You know what I mean? Like, yes. oh, thank you so much for that. And then they'll talk, they'll do the, uh, then they'll try to relate to you by the struggle. Like, right. I miss doing dishes at the pizza place. And then, uh, yeah. And then they scream at you and call you a <laughs> fucking loser. But like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking about all these like motivational, like social media people. Yep. I fucking hate them. Where they just like, oh, you got to work. Stop talking to your kids. Uh, you know, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> they're, they're always telling you not like, just like. <laughs> Who is this person? And where can I follow them? David Goggins. <laughs> but he doesn't talk about money, actually. It's not Goggins. It's like, there's, I don't know. There's a lot of like these social fucking media fucking and i don't think they're that rich i think the guys well, that come on there my favorite thing yeah is like the faux wealth yeah you know that's all the housewives in the world like real housewives of bravo i mean yeah that they're fake rich yeah so like right now there's a show called crappy lake with uh sonia and luann and like the luann was a countess okay she was married to a count and like i guess through marriage maybe they were both rich oh and sonia was married to a morgan like uh jp morgan to chase bank account <laughs> I had it. And then I couldn't stop. No. I was there. You were there. I was done. You got to it. <laughs> did they merge? Who's that? Chase JP Morgan? Yeah, they Pink. did. They merged. So I was right. Yeah. But which comes first? The egg. <laughs> you know, we laugh so hard on this uh, that uh, I listened back to our last podcast. It's too much laughter. No. We laugh so hard in it that it actually just sounds like silence because we're like laughing so hard that there's just like we're just wheezing. Oh, man. I don't know if that's good. I think it's actually amazing. But I just want everyone to know when there's silence, we're hysterically laughing. Just if it's important to note. Yeah, yeah we both like, have, our, like, our jokes aren't falling fat. It's quite flat. Sorry to be <laughs> talking about my legs. Sorry. 
I'm sorry. I'm talking about my leg. It's my legs and it's your <laughs> stomach. Get it straight, dick. Dude, if you put our bodies together, it'd be horrendous. Oh, sexy. Oh, yeah. I mean, hot. <laughs> no, well, if you put the wrong parts of our body together, if you yeah. put my legs in your stomach, oh. forget it. If you put together my stomach and your legs, so gorgeous. Why does God do that? You know? <laughs> he just gives you just enough to make you sad about the other thing. And why can't we focus on the good things of our bodies? Well, ain't like, why that can't the I truth? look at my calves and my arms and be like, man, you really got a great 80%? going you know yeah i got good joints i got really really nice wrists <laughs> and gorgeous ankles you see lizzo this whole thing dude i mean it's awful do you think she's really that bad or you think people are trying to do like a money grab after she like fired him a well, little bit of both probably i think that this is like what a beautiful way to come full circle in this discussion about rich assholes because i'm going to stick up for lizzo the rich asshole right interesting i think she's amazing I think this she is. She lived in her car for a while. Yes. You saw her documentary. She though. really she knows seems... the struggle, not like a bullshit struggle. Like my mom and dad made me work at a pizza place for one day in high school to teach me about like money or whatever. She legit, like, she really struggled, and now she's made it, and now everybody just wants to fucking money grab from her. It's, I, it feels money grabby. I read through like the um the accusations from the plaintiffs, and they're loose. Like, there's nothing super concrete, and also this headline about like. <laughs> This headline's very damning, FYI. Lizzo makes, like, backup dancers eat vaginas from... Wait. <laughs> a, a b- bananas, bananas, right? Out of vaginas. Eat v- banana, vagina, vagina, bananas. <laughs> eat eat bana- vaginas out of bananas. I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. And if you don't want to do that, you're simply homophobic. Okay, so no. Okay. She made her backup dancers eat bananas out of vaginas. Vaginas from like sex workers, yes. And when I heard that, I thought, wow, she made them eat banana vaginas, vagina bananas. Like they're they're all like from tip to tip, they're full of vagina juice, right? And I realized when I read the story, it's a sex show. So like they got a banana in them, but then half of it is out them. She was just asking them to eat the part that was in their vagina. What's so wrong with that? I don't know if that's... I'm just saying. So what? (laughs) If you make me eat a, I, if you make me eat a banana that's been in that a just vagina, has a, ha, a little bit of vagina. No, no, that's There's, I mean that's sexual abuse. If you make me eat a banana that's just hanging out of a vagina, no, I would say it's that, just a, I it's think just the a, banana went all the way into the vagina. It did not, Andrew. I don't think they would only put ha- that's the whole thing. <laughs> Granted, it would be a mushy. It depends, <laughs> I guess. A frozen banana would be fine. It would be like your penis the first yeah. time you had sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lizzo was there. <laughs> I think Lizzo, I don't know. I watched her documentary. These people, they're all insane narcissists. I mean, they're wild. They're freaking power hungry. All she did was talk about this one guy. Like, she's the center of attention all the time. Right, but a narcissist doesn't make you like all the things she's being accused of. No, but it helps. You know, she's telling people what to do. She's mad at her one backup dancer for losing weight, which kind of. Well, I feel that as a woman, I understand that. You know? If what? I'm jealous of myself because I'm on a Zempic. You know what I'm saying? I can't even stand to look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I you see. look so good. God, that bitch lost weight, you know? So if you had like a partner that, that like, Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah. My entire foundation of my relationship is based on the fact that I'm jealous of my wife that she's skinnier than me. Yeah. Yeah, I get I it. get you, Lizzo. I don't know. Oh, so you, so you believe the backup dancers. I think. Two of them were fired before any of these claims were made. Yeah, they were fired. Disgruntled employee much? They were fired because they, of... they had a conversation about Lizzo 
And Lizzo found out. No, they were fired because they were talking to Lizzo and Lizzo found out that they, one of them was recording their conversation on their phone. Yeah, but why were they recording it? Maybe because of the treatment they were getting before. You don't just record just to record. Who records just, who would do that? Listen, do I think that she was probably like a scary asshole boss? Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't think it's as bad as they're saying. If you're going to the point of recording someone, things aren't great. Well, I mean, I recorded my wife one night when we were in a fight. I also told her I was recording her, but she was drunk. And the next morning I went to play the recording so she could hear what a oh jerk God, she was you being. Hasselhofter? And then she got mad that I recorded her. And I was like, that's fair. It's fucked up. But I even asked for permission. But we're, I mean, our marriage is perfect. So, see? <laughs> so wait, you were, so she was hammered. So, so you wanted to show speaking, her how she talks when she's hammered? Yeah, it was like, you're being so, it wasn't really how you talk when you're hammered. Also, it was, who has a tape recorder? Uh, it's called what are a, you, a fucking, fucking journalist? phone. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 90s, I, Mr. Bonks. <laughs> I thought you had a click like that. like Yeah, I took it from my dad uh, for dictation because he's a doctor. Same. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. You don't I, have one, too, with your dad who's a doctor? I guess your dad's not my kind of uh, doctor. Actually, my dad would check out every night and ignore us. <laughs> every night. For years. Oh, well, fine. You win. I just wanted her to see when yeah. we fight, she talks in circles. And it's like, see, this is like, you lost the fight. But then I lost the fight because I recorded her. And you got fired. Yeah. And then she made me eat a vagina banana. But the point being is you got driven to record her because of her shitty behavior. Hence, Lizzo was yes, but, recorded but yes, because yes, of her shitty behavior. Yes, but just because somebody's being shitty in a moment doesn't mean that they're as bad as I think the allegations are against Lizzo. Like they're completely destroying her character and mm -hmm. making her seem like kind of like a predator, you know? And I don't think it's like, I don't think it's that level. Plus also think about, I mean, you were just with a bunch of rich people. Didn't you do crazy things you didn't want to do because you wanted to fit in? And whose yeah, fault I went is on that? that hike. Yeah. That and was, yeah, and yeah. whose fault is that? Lizzo. <laughs> That's a good point. Right? Like you, like we do have free will. I understand like peer pressure and stuff like that. And also when someone's your boss, there's like a pressure to like make them happy. But like you can also be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And then if you get fired because you didn't eat the vagina banana, well, now we have a, a case on our hands. But if you ate the vagina banana and then you got, end up getting fired for something you did down the road and then you're like, wait a second, remember the vagina banana? It's like, well, I didn't hear you complaining the next day. It's so specific though. So I kind of <laughs> trust them. No, I. You I believe this story. They were at a club and there was vaginas and bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, I believe that too. But what I don't believe <laughs> is that is it was that a four, she was yeah. like, do it or I'm going to punch you. Oh, and then one of the claims was like, I heard that Lizzo wanted to hit me, but she didn't. Okay, so then okay, that's not a good congratulations. One. That's not a good one. Like, I'm Lizzo, with you on that. I want to hit all, I want to hit so many people, but not, but wanting to hit people is not a crime. No. Hitting people is the crime. Not hitting people is self-control. You can't get mad at someone for thinking about hitting you. I think what it is too is like, if you're someone like Lizzo, who's like body positivity. Yes. And then you're going against whatever. Yes. And you know, and you're fat shaming or whatever. Right. And you're the queen of like not fat shaming. Right. People are going to destroy you. But also, you can't be a good person. This is my point. But also because she has been a good person and she yeah. is on this pedestal, she's like the best person to target because she can fall so far from what she, the mountain she's put herself atop of. Yeah. I think she does more good than bad. That's what I think. Can she be a scary boss? Absolutely. One girl said she, um, she excremented, excremated, excrementing. Poop. Is that what that is? 
Is it tinkle or is it poop? Excrement? Excrement is poop. She shat herself because okay. she had to re-audition to get back on tour. And so she had to go poop in the middle of auditioning. But like she was scared if she stopped to go to the bathroom, let she would get cut. So she shat herself. And Who she's did? the backup dancer. Oh. And so she said that Lizzo, like because Lizzo was so like tough, that she pooped herself. I've pooped myself and I'm not going to blame it on anybody. I pooped myself when I was in tour with Stassi. Imagine if I said, I pooped myself in the bathroom because Stassi's so scary. She made me like rush when we got to the hotel room and I pooped myself. <laughs> no, I pooped myself because I pooped myself. Yeah. Like no one can make you poop yourself, Andrew. I feel like you might know a thing or two about this. Well, I think if you're... Did you poop yourself on the hike? Don't lie. I've pooped myself <laughs> plenty of times. If that's what you're asking. Yes. I shit myself yeah. in high school and it... Uh, Whose fault was it? Your coach, your dad, your brother. It definitely was I your brother's fault. I smoked a little fault. weed. I smoked a little weed and I had i had a virus. And it was at a sleepover. I was in a sophomore and it was all the cool kids. And I finally was like in the cool group. <laughs> and they're all drinking outside and smoking weed. And I have this virus. I'm in it's the guy's bed. Oh and I go to Shart and I, or I go to Shart. <laughs> I go to I go to shit and I fart. <laughs> shit. No. I go to fart and I fucking it wasn't a shark. It was a full shit. Like like I might as well like there was no it was so much shit. And I was like, "Oh boy." And like I didn't know what to do. And then I just hear them go, "You guys smell shit." And I was like, "Oh, my oh God. no." And I fucking in his bed. Yeah. Oh my did I'm like, I'm do? never going to be his backup dancer. Never. <laughs> so, <laughs> never going to. They're never going to have me on the JV football team. So then so, you hired a lawyer and you sued him for being an abusive friend. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly, his fault. Yeah, Andrew. he laced that pot with, with fucking <laughs> Mucinex. Or I don't know what makes you shit. Not Mucinex. No. What? so i lactated so i fucking stumble into the bathroom and i'm naked in the shower and i'm hearing them play like like uh hot and cold but with my poop you know what i mean they're like where's the shit coming from i'm like oh god and so i hear them they go dude someone's shit in my bed and i'm like in the bathroom like naked in the shower and they go Colin, did you shit my bed? And I'm like, no. Lizzo okay, did maybe it. I shit a little bit. And Lizzo climbed up the window. They go, let us in. I go, I'm naked. I'm <sighs> naked. And then he gave me like some clothes and I had to sleep on like the wood. And it was like, so it was terrible. See, how easily could you be like, and they made me sleep on the floor. Imagine yes, if Lizzo did I that see to what you. You're saying. Yeah, I see what but you're you saying. But you know who pooped? But whose fault was it that you pooped? Mm. Andrew. Society. <laughs> <laughs> Someone shit though the next week. Way worse than me. And Lucky break, it, dude, kid. It's that this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done. <laughs> I owe that person my life. I'm not even kidding. A week later, he was at a party and he passed out in the bathroom. He was so drunk that he left the bathroom and went into the parents' bedroom, into their closet, and shit all over their closet, and then wiped their his ass with like 500 year old uh, Celts or whatever, like Scottish Stop. Kilt, kilts, kilts, yeah, kilts, kelp, no kelts. And the mom walked in while he's wiping his ass. With, and he fucking runs out and he ended up like sleeping there. I don't know how he ended up. And he woke up. He's like, I think I did something bad. And so the mom went in the yearbook and found him. And then the girls fucking came up to him on that Monday and was like, you shit my parents' closet and wiped no. your ass with, you know, the Braveheart kilts. kilts. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like, how could you do that? And then that story went you viral. Know, the yearbook, all that. 
saved my life. So everybody forgot about Andrew Collins. Yeah, because my shit story didn't. Yeah, it was the one time I was like, you Amazing. know what? Maybe I'll take the backseat. Amazing. Yeah, it was huge. What else? <laughs> See, this is the thing, though. I black out after our core with you. I have no idea what we just said. I have no idea. I think we talked a lot of shit about rich people, poor people. Yes. Our family will stop talking to us. Uh, we're not going to become doctors. Right. Harvard's mad. Yes. <laughs> Boston College isn't thrilled. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Doctor Trap is actually thrilled. The chef in Como not happy. Not happy. Um, Your brother. I don't know if he's thrilled with the whole thing when you asked if I got any money from him, which I have. Okay. But he's not thrilled. Is he mad at me? Uh, we'll find out. Oh, I hate when rich people are mad at me. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> that's that's what it is. That's the merch. I hate when rich people are mad at me. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It's kind of long. It's the worst. <laughs> well, you know, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Andrew Collin, now I'm fully sweating. So we did it. I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> I love you so much. There are no words. I have so much fun with you, you guys. If you don't follow Andrew, follow him at Andrew T. Colin on Instagram. And also, you have a show coming up in Portland. Yeah, Portland, October 19th at uh, Helium Comedy Club. Amazing. Get tickets. And then I'm now. going on the road with Hannah Burner, <gasps> our friend. Oh, I am so excited for you slash so jealous. because Texas and in North up there actually i'm gonna be in portland with her but come to my show instead yeah don't go to that one go to, your, go to yours or go to both and everybody can find everything you're doing on your instagram yeah andrew t collin on my instagram andrew collin thank you so much thank you last, the best. last word no i can't do this again with you <laughs> why not because i have to have the last word it's my podcast thanks so much thank you everyone for listening <laughs> andrew stop it i really appreciate it andrew i know cut it out no <laughs> Last time. Wait, does laughing count? Uh-huh. Shh. <laughs> Como. Ah, ah. I'm laughing last. <laughs> this is fake laughter. Is it? <laughs> Fine, you got it. You're last. It's a fine. It's your podcast. I feel bad. Okay, thank and you. And we so did much. this last time. I feel like it's kind of repeating it. You know what I mean? I get it. I, me too. But you, <laughs> Andrew, but you guys, you know, I always say rate, review, and subscribe. It's like tipping your favorite podcaster. So hook it up, and it's free, which you love because we're poor. And to my rich listeners, who send me money. What the fuck is wrong with also, you? Why are you listening to a podcast? You're rich. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. Disgusting. That's it for us. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.